0: todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros y obtén
1: hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda, además ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia, compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño JCPenney, vale la pena selección de estilos, aplica en exclusiones, cupón y oferta de
0: ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre detalles en la tienda JCP.com What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Outside the Cage. I'm your co-host, Jalen. That's my boy, Eric. How are we doing today? Shit. Another day, another dollar. Yes, Here, sir. Ready to
1: talk some fights, as per usual, coming off maybe the best card of the year. Maybe not. I think we can get into that, but I'm just still shocked, honestly, about the result of the main event. Yeah. If you're living mm-hmm. under a rock, Justin Gaethje went out there. Knocked out Dustin Poirier with a head kick. It was like the the orthodox version of Leon Edwards Mm. versus Usman in the same arena. Was it about a year later too?
0: Yeah, about around the same time. Less than a year actually.
1: Mm. Man, Salt Lake City delivers again. The crowd was elite from the beginning. We were very elite in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, we started
0: off off the picks really good um one of my friends i was watching the fight with we were like betting that he does he like he knows a little bit like ufc but he was just like bro like, i just want to bet whatever you bet so i was at his house for a little bit for the prelims started off like three and know he was fucking lit <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he ended up even because i just thought i was like ah, we're cool but i want to say though like for obviously the crawford and spence fight and then the ufc fight just what a what a weekend in general for combat sports like you can just yeah. feel it like like we talked about like every pay-per-view is big. Every pay-per-view is unique in its own way. But the more this grew and the more like we got to this, um, I just thought like, damn, like this one's really special. Like this is really special. This one really like gave me chills. I thought about it. and I was like, damn, this one, this one, this one felt different. This one felt different from the beginning. Um, great card, top to bottom. I think yeah. a lot of the times when we get these cards with no quote-unquote title, because I don't – obviously, the DMs not a title. Um, they have to stack the card more. Mm-hmm. So you get great prelims. You get great um, – Everything. You know, co get the card, yeah. Yeah, everything from top to bottom. So shout-out to that. It, like this weekend was special. You can feel the energy. Um, everyone, I think, on social media it was talking fights, whether it was boxing, whether it was UFC. So shout-out to that. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Justin Gaethje knocks out Dustin Poirier, round two via head kick. Um, great round one, I think Dustin. We could say Dustin won round one. I would say Dustin won round one.
1: Um, yeah, I would say so too. Just because he dropped him, or yeah, he dropped him right with that one left hand when Gaethje kind of stumbled yeah. back against the cage. But And yeah. I still haven't re-watched it yet, and I was buzzing pretty good during the fight. So, honestly, I probably don't have the most vivid memory of the yeah. details yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, I would say that Dustin did win round one. And then Dustin he- comes out round two,
0: just again back and forth round, looked down for yeah. two seconds, head kick out of nowhere, shouts Herb Dean coming in and sl- making a sliding play. Um, Athletic. Yeah, I mean, I, I think definitely definitely unexpected um i think after seeing their again i didn't take too much account into their first fight but i just thought that they'd maybe i did think it would end inside the distance but i thought they would stand and bang and brawl for around about three four uh three four rounds um but no justin made quick work never really seen him throw a head kick um
1: yeah Weird <laughs> seeing
0: dustin on the ground i've never seen dustin on the ground like that so definitely weird but
1: yeah, yeah ever since uh, Michael Johnson won that was, I think I yeah. said it was seven years ago when Michael Johnson did it to him and that was the last time he's been KO'd and oh my goodness, man, that was, yeah, it was like a little bit sad, but it was hard to be sad just because it was such a hype moment as well. The crowd was going nuts. Gaethje did his back fl- backflip where it looks like he goes 10 feet in the air. I will yeah. say I did see Gagey throw that high kick once or twice in the first round. And I was like, that has some action. Just because you have to have so much respect for his low kicks. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you could sneak that thing up there. And what's crazy is that, obviously, given the stakes, that was the best KO of the night, probably. But just, I don't know, dude. Um, Roman Kopleyov's head kick might have been better. The yeah, one it on the be. prelims. <laughs> for anyone that tuned in later, obviously, sorry, I'm not jumping around, but... Roman Copley, I've just had a ridiculous head kick as well. Y'all should definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. But yeah, man, that that arena is just the head kick arena now. I think it's safe yeah. to say.
0: So the win by Justin Gaethje obviously cements him as the winner of Charles and Islam. Um, who do you think gives him the best chance of winning that belt? What matchup do you think?
1: I'd say Charles. Just because we saw how that first fight went, it was pretty back and forth, and then Charles just ended up kind of catching him better. Eh, no, you can't say that. I'd say he just kind of outlasted him. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just think Islam's a major problem still.
0: Yeah. What does uh What does Dustin do next? He kind of like was I don't know. I mean, again, it was just kind of post fight. You have a lot of emotions, but he was just kind of saying like, "I'm not fighting down," or "I'm not." and he's like number three probably gonna i don't know where he's gonna be ranked now i would still imagine he's inside the top five top seven so who does he fight yet i mean you in a situation like that it's usually he fights a guy that's coming up um so yeah i mean i don't know who in that lightweight division that
1: Mm. i mean i think it's safe to say that his title shot or his title hopes are just about over just with how old he is and The amount of guys that are going to be coming up in that light in the lightweight division and are at the top right now, so I think it it sucks to say, but I think there's a chance that he retires unless, say, he gets a Colby Covington huge pay per view fight or something like. Obviously, Nate Diaz is gone, but I think Nate would be another one that would be interesting for him to stick around for. But I mean. He's far just about everyone besides Colby and Nate and oh, am I missing someone? Yeah. Eh. I mean, Connor, I think, I think Dustin, I think
0: Colby Covington obviously coming off a loss versus Leon makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. you look at the 170, via Balal Bilal Bahamid, but that doesn't make sense for Bilal because he's again, sh- multiple, he's multiple. He's had multiple one fights away from me away from the title. So he's for sure close to the title. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's really no one in the heavyweight division that do you run it back with Dan Hooker. I think you just take I think you just take big fights if you're Dustin. You just kind of look for the yeah. best fights. Co Mains. Um Yeah, I kind of think sadly that's his that was his last shot at the title. Um I think he's probably three fights away from if he was three big wins away from getting to the title. But again, when you get knocked out like that, you never know how you're gonna come back. Um yeah, sad to see Dustin go out. You knew it was you knew you were gonna be sad either way because one of these dudes was gonna be out of title contention and they're just such dogs that you want to see them mm-hmm. fight the big fights. So yeah, definitely uh, tough tougher Dustin. I don't know, I don't know where you go there. I think you for sure take a couple months off, maybe even a year. You talk about it, you think about it. He has enough money, Yeah,
1: fine. I was gonna say, I mean, retirement's probably sounding pretty good to him right now. Like with the money that he has stacked up. He's 34 years old. I mean, who wouldn't want to retire at 34 and yeah, be chilling? He could always do some UFC analyst role or something like that. To, eh, actually, I don't know if he'd be that big into the talking part, but yeah. Yeah, it sucks to see, but it is what it is. Did you see Mosvidal said he bet a hundred grand on Dustin? Do you think that's legit? I think probably. But yeah,
0: and then big money on him. I mean, shit, it's a good I mean. I went big on Dustin is a good bet. I thought, I thought, I don't know. Was, yeah, we both,
1: we were both like, I think semi confident. Like we knew it was going to be a, a war, but I think we both thought that Dustin was going to come out on top. <laughs> Man, dude, I'm still kind of surprised, honestly. I was just, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then In our, our co-main main event, mm. Jan Blackovich, Alex Pereira.
0: I think we could all agree it was a, Title Eliminator. I actually have a take on that now. Um, but just a weird fight, I would say. Um, Blahovich dominated round one, Pereira won round two, round three was the close one. I had Pereira winning 29-28 split decision. I agree, I agreed with the decision. Um, I think we learned a lot about Pereira. I think that he's obviously a great striker, he's big, he's strong, but I don't think he has that he still has that power. But these guys at 205 are bigger and have a little bit tougher chins to take that power. Because he hit Jan a couple times where anyone else would have dropped. Yeah. So um, yeah, I thought Pereira was. I mean, obviously he didn't look great grappling. Jan got tired. I think Jan definitely had a couple of chances to put him away there. But um got tired. Definitely should have gone back to the wrestling, but couldn't because he couldn't get a takedown because he's too tired. Um I just think this light heavyweight division, man, it's it's cursed. Like this was the. <laughs> perfect opportunity for obviously Pereira wins so it's a perfect opportunity for Pereira to get a big knockout a big win or Jan Blachowicz to get a big knockout a big win a convincing win and that just didn't happen so I mean obviously we know who Alex Pereira is so of course you want to see him fight Yuri but there was just no like there's no buzz about it that, as I then as there would have been if, if Pereira came and put this dude to sleep so I don't know it's just I feel like this division's like just not it's it's just cursed for the time being.
1: Yeah, dude, we really can't catch a break. We've had two champs now. Uh, we're both exciting that everyone was excited about, and then they both have a year-long injury back to back. So, I man, dude, Jan really disappointed me. I don't know if it was the a his his age mixed with the altitude, but he looked like he had nothing to offer after yeah. that first attack that he um, or his first time trying to submit Pereira when he was on his back, expanding all his energy. And he's just out of it, dude. Felt like for the last 10 minutes of that fight, basically. Yeah. He just looked like he didn't want to be there. He was just trying to get to the end of it, which is yeah. obviously, I don't know. It's, it's easier talking from the, from the couch than it is actually doing it. But I don't really know what's left for Yon. He's 40. He's already been a champ he's made money.
0: I think in this light heavyweight, like there's no, it doesn't matter. Like, He's back in it. Let's say he fights Ankalayev again.
1: That's true. It gets a KO. But...
0: Yeah, I seen Johnny Walker's booked with somebody.
1: Oh yeah. Um, who is it? It's on the 294 card, I'm pretty sure. There's a big, big one. one. I see if I could find that. Um But yeah, they've been starting to throw some fight announcements out there. We can get into those later, but it's always nice when they when they do that. But so Do you think uh, have they said anything about when Yuri's is going to be ready to go?
0: So that was my thing. That was my thing. Um, Oh, oh, that's what I was going to mention. I they're not really. It seems like the UFC isn't too keen on Strickland versus Izzy. So is Yuri ready to fight? Izzy in Australia for the light heavyweight title.
1: Mm. I mean, I guess, yeah. Do you think Izzy wants to do that? I mean
0: I think if you're Izzy, like that's that's a great matchup for you.
1: Yeah, you're a good grappler though. He's big. But I for sure so, you would sure yeah. want
0: a longer camp, I think, but I think Izzy's like once Drake backed out. He was just, he was still kind of, you don't have to change your camp for Sean Strickland kind of just the same style boxer. And he's just kind of like, ah, I'll just fight in Australia, take the money and then we'll move on kind of, which could be scary. But yeah, I think your mindset and your camp for a year or going up would be a lot different. So I was just throwing that out there because I think the light, like, I don't know when the ready. Um ready. Yeah, when a year he is ready, you probably do a year versus Alex prayer anyway. Um, but like, bro, like, <laughs> Alex Pereira just like just comes in and just fucking like just like just like beats everybody like it's just weird mm-hmm. like, like it's just weird bro he's just like comes in fights three fights or whatever it was beats Izzy two title or then he loses then he goes to light heavyweight fights yeah crazy like he wins so you can't even hate on it like yeah at first it was very fast tracking but now it's like it's warranted it's worth it um yeah just weird like if he ends up with like the lightweight title like it's just like the weirdest like stretch like
1: like the fact that he'd be like a nine and two double champ or something yeah, like that yeah
0: and like really like dominant like like and his wins haven't been dominant like obviously not out izzy then obviously decision with the Hovish, but just like he's just good like it's just weird like he just finds a way to get it done
1: yeah and like he yeah dude he's a specimen but And those leg kicks, it looks like he's not even throwing them hard. It's like the yeah. opposite of Justin Gaethje's leg kicks, but then you see the well on Blahovich's leg. I think the leg kicks probably did more damage than anything else in the fight from either guy. So, yeah, I also agree with the decision that Pereira won that fight definitely. He was the more active guy in the third round and the second. Yeah, I had a close eye
0: to I- uh, 1-1, one, one, and then 1-1 one, one going to the third, and then I had a close by Pereira in round three. Jan didn't really do much round three until he finished on top. That's what kind of was the difference. But, yeah, um, yeah I had Alex. Um, Derek Lewis shocked us all. Comes in with a flying knee, beats Rogerio de Lima, round one knockout. Um, bad play by me here. I should have just picked um, either fighter to win round one. and That would have been cool, but.
2: Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team, Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love, in every color, for every moment. Fall into one of our Minky Couture stores, or visit us online at minkycouture.com.
0: Yeah, I mean... That shit doesn't land, he doesn't win. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess you can't say that. But big win for Derek Lewis, as always. Great to see him win. Snaps his, yeah. snaps his losing streak. Gets him another, another big fight on a, on a pay per view. So, what do you think about his, deci- uh, his win? And do you think it means anything?
1: It's hard to say. So I heard, I heard uh, Coach Tim shout out the Red Hawk. He was saying that he heard from some people in Delu's camp that for the last couple fights before this one, they were just really bad camps, really bad fight weeks. Looks like he didn't really want to be there much. But for this one, he seemed like he was motivated, energized, and then he went out there and did that. Honestly, I didn't know he could get that high off the ground. That was athletic. And he said his contract is up with the UFC. So personally, I have a little business proposition for good old d Lou. I think he goes to either PFL or Bellator and tries to win the million dollars and just hurts people over there. Maybe he gets a fight with Francis eventually down the road, the rematch. What? I mean, I don't think
0: I just, I, just I mean, you just know my feeling on the Francis situation. I just think if Francis does all of that to end up to fight Derek Lewis, like what the fuck are we doing?
1: Like, no, but I'm not even saying for Francis. I'm saying for D. Lou, it's a great move to go out of the UFC because I think he destroys basically any heavyweight that's not top 10 in the UFC. But if he's in the UFC, they're most likely going to give him pretty solid guys because he's a big name. Yeah. So, like, you, I don't know. He should go out there, get his money. He could throw some sponsors on the shorts.
0: I think there's no way that the UFC does not re-sign him after that win. Yeah, after, but after just losing Francis Ngannou, which was highly like talked about,
1: but like for how much? I mean, you I don't know. Mean, I don't know how much
0: their contracts are, or what they do. I just don't think that. I just don't think they they lose Derrick Lewis.
1: He's just, I don't know. Before that fight, I'm sure they were thinking we're he's going to lose tonight, and we're cutting ties with him. He is. Let me see how old he is. Like thirty eight. Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah, 38, boom. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess heavyweights, they can last a little bit. Yeah. They can go later into their days. but uh, I, I mean, he, would for sure, be... he
0: for sure would just take the money, but I don't know. I just think okay. that he's – in a, in a division that's not really, like – it's crazy because, like, you look at it, like, just, like, boxing and others, like, combat sports in general, like, everyone's always, like, heavyweights, heavyweights, heavyweights. Mm-hmm. But like in the UFC it's like bantam feather lightweight or like the division well to it, yeah yeah and like heavyweight there's not really I mean yeah that John Jones back John Jones fighting A's back that's big it's one of the biggest fights ever but I mean happened too late but you just like there's not really much named in the heavyweight division there's not much guys the like heavyweight heavyweight division like that are just entertaining
1: yeah there used to be like Kane and stuff, Brock Lesnar, obviously, but that was kind of a lightning-in-a-bottle type situation, and that was a very, very long time ago. Hopefully, Sergey and Aspinall can bring some juice back to the division in the next five years. I think they could both – I don't know. I think they're both exciting. Yeah, I like Bam Bam. Cyril brings a cool aspect to it. He's going to hurt anyone on the feet, as we know. But – yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm interested to see what happens with D. Lou. Maybe we could do a little a little bet on if he goes back to the UFC or not. I'll take the not side.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know his decision or how he feels. I just feel like if you're the UFC, you for sure have to do whatever it is. I'm not going to say whatever it takes, but I think you overpay a little bit for Derek Lewis.
1: Yeah, because people do tune in to watch him win or lose. Yeah. Can't deny that. And should we talk about? Should we just talk about the fight that was supposed to be the third fight on the card? Oh, I think the news that, that was uh, Friday that Michelle Pereira missed weight. Unfortunately, Stephen Thompson didn't want to go in there fight a guy that was four pounds overweight. Which I get because he was already fighting down in the rankings. He was uh, a top seven, I think, and Pereira was somewhere around fifteen. So, you're already doing him not a favor in that aspect, but like you have more to lose. Yeah. And yeah. then he's not going to make weight. So, you're fighting a bigger guy. And Thompson's 40 years old. So, yeah. I don't know if Pereira's going in there trying to lay on him. Those extra four pounds are going to be a lot. I
0: seen today he wanted to fight in Madison Square Garden that Thompson did, but he doesn't want to fight Pereira. He said he's not giving him that fight no more.
1: I was going to say that was supposed to be in Canada, which was a long time ago. Then it was supposed to be here. Let's not turn that into a lower-volume Khabib Tony. Obviously, people yeah. don't care as much, but, like, yeah, just find Thompson a new opponent. Get him someone who's game. Let him fight someone lower down in the rankings and learn his Prayer lesson.
0: tricked it, bro. That was his opportunity. Yeah. Whether if it was calculator and he thought he was going to miss weight and Thompson was still going to fight, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. But that was for sure his chance to do mm-hmm. something special and put himself in the top 10. And, like, a yep. big performance there, you're the guy
1: now. And that's a great matchup against the old Stephen Thompson and where it's proven if you can get it to the ground, you're probably going to win. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of the other welterweights in, that are that highly ranked are going to be that vulnerable, I guess, which I hate to say about my guy Wonderboy, but... Speaking of, speaking of old,
0: Bobby Green beats Tony Ferguson. <laughs> in round three, submission. Thought Tony was going to survive it and, and get to the decision. He didn't. Bobby Green absolutely just dominated him again. Tony just or Tony stunned him a little bit.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah. I was, I I, you know.
1: I take responsibility for putting that stupid shit out there. No, that it's,
0: I mean, because I get it. Tony's old, but I also think Bobby Green's old. So it's like he's your age. It's not like you're fighting like he was fighting someone younger, like a Michael Chandler. Like this yeah. dude's your age, bro. Like I thought it was gonna be a good matchup for him, but I just don't think tony's very like he's not just not good
1: yeah like where i messed up is i knew tony was gonna look old but i didn't think bobby green would look that good
0: yeah bobby green looks really good
1: his boxing is the real deal and then i mean he won with submission so he's obviously well-rounded i mean i don't think he's gonna be a contender or anything like that just because he's older obviously but and he already got whooped by islam yeah, I okay. mean, hey, he could. I think he still has another few years in the tank of fighting, entertaining fights early on the main card, prelim headliners, fight night, co-main stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, cool, shouts though. to King Green. Who does Bobby Green fight though? Who should he fight next? Hmm. I mean, you can fight a like a Favola or something like that. I don't know. Tough, yeah, no, but yeah, I, I think like my thing is like, and I'm gonna get into
0: this like on the next fight. I have a, I have a, uh, like just something I want to say, but like, I think when you get to like and kind of like Dustin Poirier is in that now, like, it's okay to just fight the big fight, like Bobby Green, just fight the big fight, fight whether the guy's good, whether the guy's not, like, just fight the big fight. And you're you're a gatekeeper, you're you're the third fight on the pay-per-view, you're fight night headliner, like, those are not nothing wrong with that,
1: mm-hmm, and you get that money up too, yeah, get your name bigger. How about my guy, the Trailblazer? Oh, my goodness. He took out Michael Chiesa with a, I think it was a Darce choke. Yeah. Just put it on him, honestly. Didn't even make him look like he was in the same class. So what do you got on this one for us?
0: Uh, Great performance
1: by Kevin Holland. Um, I talked about,
0: again, going up in weight he's like such an in-between guy like in like he needs the 175 division but um yeah i think like for kevin holland is just, i just don't think he's good enough to beat those elite guys at 70 or 85 so i think if you're him like i talked about just just with bobby green and dustin poirier is like just fight the big fights at 70 85 be the guy that like okay this they're saying this guy's good he has to beat you to show he's good like i don't because i don't think he's i don't and i don't Again, I'm not knocking nobody's work ethic to be on this level, you have to work hard. But I don't think a championship's really like his life and like his mm-hmm. life is really what he wants. So I don't think it's like yeah. he's like not because he's never claiming for like a top five fight or I wanna fight this guy, like he's just like oh, I'm gonna back and forth divisions like so yeah, I mean I don't just I like Kevin Holland, he's obviously again good pay per view guy. Um yeah, fight everybody at seventy, eighty five, maybe mess around one one day and you get a Title eliminator fight, but yeah, great performance by him. Like again, like Michael Kats says, a great fight for him. It's a great fight. Um, I don't know who's next for him. Um, maybe like a JDM or a Ian Gary, maybe. But I think JDM probably beats him, and I would like to see Ian Gary. Let's go. Let's go. Ian Gary versus Kevin
1: Holland. I think Ian Gary is fighting. Uh, he's fighting Jeff Neal on two ninety two.
0: Yes, but is uh. Is Sean Brady booked?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't know if they're going to try and rebook him in JDM or not. But, yeah, dude, I think those, like, five guys right there, you could have Holland either fight the winner of Gary and... um. But it's hard,
0: though, because you can't really give him, like, a guy like a Sean Brady because he's not really serious about it. So, like, like, if he wins... He can just fuck it like i want to move it to the next weight, you know so, yeah. whatever, like, so like let's say he beat sean brady and then now he's now he's a title eliminator fight away like how do we know he's gonna want that division so you just can't really give him like big name guys in case he wins like that's like that's like a <laughs> like I'll fuck, I'll fuck around and beat sean brady so like damn now we're stuck now now we now we lost a, a contender in sean brady
1: yeah and i do gotta say i saw a very impressive stat on kevin holland he's been averaging a fight every 94 days yeah. basically oh, every three months
0: hot every day
1: yeah he's yeah when he was getting on like back-to-back cards and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but um uh yeah i've also did see him him and jdm in australia would be sick mm. in september that would be yeah that would be about a two-month layoff for kevin he could do that He can make yeah he doesn't have to cut weight Uh, Kevin Wood for uh, 170.
0: Yeah, but he probably walks around
1: 190. Yeah, that's eh, 20 pounds. It's about that's average, nothing. I guess. Yeah, yeah, dude. You know what's next on the docket for pay per views, right? It's not the next card or anything, but the moment I got, I got, I got, I got
0: the I got the costume up there waiting, bro. <sighs> I got the costume up there waiting, bro. I cannot fucking wait.
1: I need to order in some shirts and stuff, some more sugar merch to wear. But, dude, I this is the moment we've been waiting for for years now. It's low the reason why it's Loki. The reason him. why we're here, dude. Yeah, he he kind of made us like super fans of the sport, I would say. And now he gets his chance to repay us two fights in a row, plus three hundred dog. We both took advantage last time, plus two hundred dog this time get to double our investment where do you find that like tell me a bank where they're going to double your investment in one night the sugar oh. bank <laughs> yep
0: the sugar bank but dude uh, i, I already, really i've been
1: having feelings that he's just going to make aljo look silly i don't want to get cocky but i get to see it just too fast mad. too sharp too focused Just like Aljo like runs in, kind of stupid. Sugar just catches him with a knee. Aljo stumbles back, and then Sugar just pieces him up and gets him out of there.
0: His Aljo moment?
1: Yep, McGregor-Aldo moment right there. It's going to happen. Facts. Other fights on this card. Uh, Gabriel Bonfrem continues his round one wins. Big, (laughs) big,
0: big contender at welterweight. Wins by submission. This is where the card went sideways for us. That's where it started um cj Vergara beats salvador unanimous decision had the under on that one um Kapilov knocked out roberto like, roberto like we said phenomenal head kick one of the best we've seen live um almost hit the round over there jake matthews beats darius flowers hit on that one
1: well, darius Miriam. flowers is crazy yeah did you see when he faint like when he barely yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually-
0: so i had the over so i was like fuck and i was like no he's good he's good he's good, he's good. Hit that one that by hilarious. seven seconds. Hit that one by seven Bro. seconds. And um, when he
1: got hit with the nut shot, he jumped back like two seconds after he got kicked. Yeah, like I think the heel. A lot of people are saying that it was only a stomach shot, but was it you that texted me? It was like it was probably both. Like it got him in the stomach and the nuts, or was that someone else? No, nah, I
0: didn't say that. I I but didn't think it was got him in the nuts at all.
1: You thought it was stomach only?
0: I thought he just knocked the wind out of him.
1: Yeah, honestly, could have been, but he just jumped back and. In such a funny way, yeah. Euros Medic beats Selma's burger That was when I thought we were getting
0: hot. Plus mm-hmm. 170 loses the first round, fights back in the second round, puts him to sleep in the third. I was lit. That was the one for me. Um, Miranda Maverick wins by submission. Ooh. That was a nail fighter for us. We hit the under and we hit Miranda Maverick by submission, plus 150. So we were we were off to a good start. We had Bro. a good start um started off one two three three and you know then after that
1: we didn't get a win until head kicked us into the oblivion yeah 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 so Bro, for that jake matthews fight we won our over by seven seconds mm-hmm. that was so oh that was a sweat Bro, overs are so nail-biting uh-huh it's
0: like the time goes by so slow
1: I was going to text you that. I was going to be like, bro, the time feels like it's, like, twice as long. Bro, it goes by
0: so slow. Oh, my gosh. I freaking hate it. It's so (laughs) stressful.
1: Do you think that taking, like, all the names and rankings out of it, uh, Medich and Selmas was the fight of the night? Like, just the best fight? You could could,
0: could convince me of that.
1: I kind of thought so when I was looking back at them because, like, All the other fights they had, or some of the other fights, they had sick moments, but there wasn't really a back and forth war, I guess you could say. like A lot of them just ended in knockouts or they were dominations or submissions, but I feel like that one was a true war all the way up until Medich got him out of there. Yeah. We are back this week in Nashville, Tennessee. Corey Stanhagen taking on
0: Rob Font. Rob Font coming in on short notice. They'll meet at a catch weight. I think they're fighting at 140, I want to say. um, Corey Sianhang getting yeah. minus 300. Ron Font coming in at plus 240. here here is Jessica Andraj versus Tatiana Suarez. That should be a great one. Um, one that I like here before we get into it is Justin Jacoby versus Kennedy and Zika Ooh, that Yeah, there. That's a really good fight. I like heavyweight. That was two good, two really good, big physical strikers. Um, If you're a fight fan or someone that's not not a casual, look into that one. That'll be a great fight. Um, what do you like in Sanhagan versus one before we get out of here?
1: You know I gotta go with my guy Sanhagen. He's not my number one bantamweight, weight, but if he was in any if he was in any other division, he'd probably be my number one guy. I like him a lot. He's been improving in all facets of the game. You've seen him start to use offensive wrestling in his fights just to mix it up, gives a give his opponents more to think about. And he's shown that he is lethal on the feet with the flying knees, elbows, kicks, boxing. All of it. So, give me Corey Sandhagen. Rob Font's a dog. I don't want to say that he's like at the top level, kind of a one-trick pony, if that makes sense. But I feel like you kind of know what Rob Font's gonna do to beat you. It's gonna be with the pressure boxing, like in your face. Just like, yeah, just that kind of yeah. cartel one, you style. Two
0: one, you can be too one-dimensional and
1: beat and beat the Sandman. He has too many
0: tricks. He's too he's too crafty, um. Yeah, I think Sanhagen just is too much for him. maybe a round four knockout, round five, maybe even just a fifty forty five decision. Um. Yeah. yeah. But I agree. Give me give me a uh, give me Corey Sanhagen.
1: Do you have any bets that you like on that? I was just trying to find the the like props, and I actually couldn't find anything. Yeah, it's still early
0: in the week; they won't have them yet. Um.
1: Okay. Probably Corey Sanhagen
0: by decision. Yeah. Um. Probably Kennedy. I like Diego Lopes.
1: Um, oh, Diego's fighting again? Yeah. Let's go. I go. like uh, uh, Kyler Phillips versus Rayoni Barcelos, too. That's yeah. going to be a banger. And then Billy Q taking on Damon Jackson. That's a good one. Yeah, they're both... Com- I think I might have predicted that one back in the day because they're both coming off of pretty brutal KO losses. Billy Q got like hurt by Barboza. And then yeah. Damon Jackson got hurt by Dan Ige. So that was a little... Yeah, a little snipe by me, I think, but I don't have the receipts. And yeah, we'll put out our bets later in the week. Oh, uh, did you see McGregor? They said most likely December, last card of the year. I mean, I don't really take too much. I take it with a grain of salt. I don't want to get too excited yet. Long I I don't way.
0: take any I don't take that Usada shit to effect at all because I think it's too late anyway. He's out of Usada. I I don't think he's gonna be in Usada, bro. Like I don't I don't I just think he's like he's fuck like Usada. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's literally what I think it is. Like I don't think it matters. Like I don't just I just don't think that everyone keeps saying like he can't fight yet because he's not in Usada. Like I don't I think that's Usada's done with him. Like I just don't mm-hmm. think he cares about Usada.
1: Like, he's he's just gonna fight that, way. or he's just not gonna fight. No,
0: I just think he's going to, like, I just think he's going to fight with, like, he can fight any time. Like, I don't think he's, he's, has to be in USADA for so long. I don't think he that, I don't think that applies to him. I just don't. I'm not saying he's above uh, it, but, yeah, he's above I mean, it. Like, he's <laughs> Conor McGregor. like, you know, if he says, I'm going to, if he sells Dana, Dana, I'm going to fight in December. Dana, uh, you Dana's know. Dana's going to
1: make it him. happen?
0: Yeah. That's just gonna get, not going to
1: get someone else's piss?
0: Yeah. But, so, we're another then, uh, week closer to sugar sean o'malley baby that's our next pay-per-view ufc 292 in boston i got the saint patrick's green
1: sugar sean shirt ready for that weekend in boston let's go come on also i wanted to say your angels they're exciting they i respect it
0: we're all in we're all in we got to do what we can to keep keep otani you know
1: i don't i think i think if you guys could put up the money i don't see why he wouldn't resign yeah I don't, like, it's not like he grew up in America. Like, I don't think you, you might not even know the significance that, of the, the Yankees. All the teams that
0: wanted him are, now wanted him before. What? All the teams that want him now wanted him when he first came, and he still signed with us.
1: That's true. Yeah, was was it between you guys and us,
0: or? Dodgers, the Rangers were in there. Uh there's a lot of teams. The Rays, the Giants, Mets,
1: Yankees. And in baseball, at the end of the day, like sure you could already have a huge payroll, but it's really just up to the owner if they want to pay more money, right? Like yeah, it's not no, like the there's NFL. There's
0: no cap space. Yeah.
1: You been seeing any uh, any training camp stuff that caught your eye?
0: Mm, see a lot of injuries. Um. Nothing in particular that's really caught my eye. It's still too early. Jalen really- Hyatt.
1: He's catching my eye and he's catching a lot of football. You just asked that
0: because you wanted to say something, so you had because you asked that Caught your eyes? So go ahead.
1: Is anything that cut your has, has anything caught your eye in training camp? <laughs> I was just being polite, you know. But uh yeah, dude, Jalen Hyatt on the Giants, he is electric. He recorded a 24 miles per hour thing, and Tyreek Hill was the fastest before that with 23.7. I've seen some toe drags. Darren Waller has apparently been unguardable out there. So I'm just really excited for week one. I feel like I might even just have to come up to Bakersfield first football Sunday. We get to cap it off with the little SNF Giants Cowboys.
0: Yeah, you know where I'll be. I ain't hard to find.
1: Bro, that week one, that wouldn't be the sugar weekend, right? August nineteenth. Let me see. Or is week one in September? I thought it's September. Uh, yeah something. it might be like september actually that would have been too good to be true it's yeah september we're, Man, we're like two months away i wish we were breaded like that to where we could be like bro we're going to that game i know you're telling me <laughs> in due time yes sir we just that's need, all uh, i got
0: that's all i got this week what
1: you got what, what, what we ended on that's all I was going to say. I was just going to say, we need like athletic greens or one of those fools that sponsor everyone to hop on. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Send, send us to the Giants Cowboys game. Facts. All right, then. Yeah, that's all I got for this week. We'll be back you guys
0: next week. Um, contender series next week. We got uh, Ultimate Fighter on Tuesday, tomorrow. So tune into that. We'll see you guys next week. We'll drop the picks um, on the Instagram socials for this
1: weekend's card.
0: Stay safe. Gamble responsibly. Thank you all.
1: Oh, I like that. Gamble responsibly.